Hey there, traders. Today is a special episode. I actually had a one-on-one -on -one conversation, uh, kind of lifting the veil. Uh, on this episode, you're going to see me raw and uncut and unfiltered in my home library where I make all the trades and all the trading room episodes and all the podcasts from. This is a one-on-one -on -one consultation that I did with a uh, recent podcast uh, watcher, and I watched it myself and I thought, you know what, this is really good. I want to share this out with as many people as possible. So that's what you're going to be checking out today on today's podcast episode. And I hope you find it useful. If you did, let me know by smashing that like button. You know how it goes. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning into today's episode. We'll talk later. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to today's How to Trade Stocks Options podcast. I have three special free gifts for you over at 10MinuteStockTrader.com. That's the Triple Stock Profits ebook you can get for free. That's a bullish power cheat sheet that you can get for free. And if that wasn't enough, at the brand new web class, How to Easily Discover Proven, Backtested, 100% Plus Winners, that is for free as well. You can get these three free gifts, all yours, at 10MinuteStockTrader.com. The Triple Stock Profits ebook, the free web class, and the Bullish Power Cheat Sheet. And all you got to do is go to 10MinuteStockTrader.com. Markets are people. People are predictable. Outlier can show you how to track market fear and greed with artificial intelligence on over 1,300 of the largest market cap names. Visit outlier.com to learn more. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. They have a free pilot program for the rest of 2021 so you can get access to right now at O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. Hey, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter every single week. Hi, Matt. Uh, first off, I want to say thank you so much for writing to me. That that was super nice of you to do that. Uh, reading through your emails now, my my uh, assistant just sent them over to me. I really appre appreciate the fact that you're a longtime podcast listener and that you say you feel like you know me now. Like that, I, I was talking to my wife not that long ago, and I was like, you know, initially I started just talking to myself in an extra bedroom of my home, and now it's grown to so much more as it is. We're getting close to three million downloads. We're you know, helping people all over the world, including yourself. And it's, it's crazy and humbling and amazing. And I'm so grateful for that. And you're so welcome for providing the interviews. Um, I feel so blessed to be able to actually interact with these people. Um, you know, that, that kind of goes to the topic of, of your question. And I'll circle back to that. Um, uh, in fact, I've got it up right here. Let's see. Um, You've been trading options and futures for the last three years and starting to get some consistency and you feel like there's another gear or two yet to find. I know where you're going here. <clears throat> and you're curious about something. As you've listened to a few podcasts, I'm wondering if you're changing your trading style and approach. I know you've been into credit spreads for a while, but it seems you're looking at some other things now. You mentioned the fake trading gurus a few times. For me, you're mostly a premium seller, though you'll buy a credit spread when IV is low. You've been following tasty trade mechanics for the most part. I'm making money, but with after the commissions and fees, not as much as you'd like, and I completely understand where you're coming from. 
you're wanting to figure out ways to speed up the process. Just wondering how you're trading these days. Matt, first off, thank you. This is awesome that you took the time to write to me. I really, really appreciate that. So I'm gonna give you basically like a little consultation free of charge. This is just for me, from me to you talking about what we're doing. I have not traded since November 19th last year. So we're going on six, seven weeks now, completely and utterly on purpose. Uh, in fact, if you watch today's podcast, you're going to see a lot of uh, what we're talking about inside the 10 minute trading room, which, you know, you're, I would definitely encourage you to come and check it out. Uh, it's, it's really cool to be able to talk with people just like you on a daily basis. The big thing that I learned over the last couple of years is you need to have the right market environment in order to make the trades. Now, I also used to listen to people who talked about trading small and trading very frequently. And I also learned from uh, multi-million dollar traders, multi-billion dollar hedge fund managers. That's not the way that they trade. And Steve Burns, you've probably heard his podcast. You know who I'm talking about then. The best thing he ever said to me one day, as I was talking about, you know, selling credit spreads and things like that, is he said, yeah, I used to trade that way too. And then I started to uh, realize that I wanted to make money. And I, I don't know when, recently I said that story and it felt like he just chopped me right in the throat. Like, oh, maybe I should listen to what he was saying. And then Larry Height mentioned, so he's one of the market wizards. And when I was talking to him, he mentioned, um, he, he mentioned the phrase, and, and I know I've said this in one of the webinars, and I'm super excited that you caught those because those are for the, the members of the trading room. And I keep them up just temporarily for people just like you to uh, get a chance to listen to them before they come down. So nailed it. I'm, I'm really proud of you for that. He said, commit very little. I have it written on my board up there, so I'm looking at commit very little capital, take on very little risk, and still make a significant return consistently. Between what Steve said, which was, I used to trade that way, but then I realized I want to make money. And what Larry was saying, which is, you know, commit very little capital and take on very little risk and still make a significant return. I had to just like rearrange the entire way that I trade. Now the thought of selling credit spreads, you know, taking... $300, $500, $700 of risk for a return of, you know, $100, $200, something, dollars, something like that. Like the risk return is not skewed in your favor. It's skewed in the, the favor of the other party. And for me, like I, I was convinced because I listened to lots of research that may have been cherry picked to prove their point not going to say names, but you know who I'm talking about. And so I was convinced that, you know what, selling out of the money stuff is all you got to do. That's, that's the way it works. And there was one year, the whole year went by and I knew I was down, but I didn't realize how much. And if you, you know, the story, right? I, I looked and, and I thought iron condors were like the way to go because you could win if it goes up or if it goes down or if it goes sideways, you win every way. No problem. 
But when I saw that 90% of the dollars that I lost came from the iron condors, and I thought that this was like the best possible strategy, I really started to reevaluate what was going on. And so I don't trade that way like at all now. If if I catch a, a spread, it's mainly because of, of uh, position size more than anything. Uh, what we do now, and you just took this so you know, is we do um, we buy deep in the money call options if we want to go long. And same thing if we want to go short, deep in the money put options. And at first it didn't make sense to me and I had to like really break myself. And this is probably one of the reasons that you wrote in because you were thinking the same thing. Like this is not what people teach, but this is exactly the way that these big traders work. This is exactly the way Mark Minervini trades options. This is exactly the same way as Larry Height was talking about. You take on very little capital because you're only putting up like 10% of what it would cost to buy the stock outright. So you can't lose uh, in our example on the webinar, right? It was, you put up $1,400 to trade Apple. So you can't lose $13,000 if the trade goes against you because you didn't buy $13,000 worth of options. You only bought $1,400 worth of options. And you know, with selling things, it's the exact opposite, right? You sell something, you might make $100, but you're risking and putting up capital of, you know, 500, 900, something like that. I mean, that's just the start. So I, I can't even do that anymore. I cannot literally comp compute that at this point in my trading career. The only time I'll do a spread is a, uh, a long call spread, like you were talking about there, or maybe a long put spread if, if we're looking to go short. Um, but the only reason I do that is for position sizing, right? Let's say if, and, and that's one of the things we do in the trading room is position size correctly for your account. If a trade is something like Tesla that moves around a lot, has a high uh, ATR, average true range, which is something they teach in the uh, turtle trading books. If it has a high average true range, you have to cut down your position size. So if it's something like Tesla, I'm not going to go buy deep in the money options. I'm going to, I'm going to buy a uh, at the money spread. And even then, like that's going to be a much smaller position uh, dollar wise than I would have done uh, on a different stock. Uh, I mean, between like, Tesla and Coca-Cola, you know, which one of those moves more, which one has a, a higher average to range? It's, it's definitely Tesla. But on the other end of that is if you're going to keep the risk the same, you have to scale up the Coca-Cola trade to match. Uh, let's say you might have to take on 10 contracts of Coca-Cola to have the one contract risk that you would in Tesla. And these are the kind of things that they don't talk about. These are the kind of things that you only learn from people who like really trade. And it got really, really frustrating. And I can't even, honestly, I cannot turn them on anymore because as much as I wanted to believe what they were teaching, what their research was in practicality, kind of like what you're talking about, I was not seeing that. My results were nothing like what they claimed it should be right when i had a a 90 win rate but yet i was losing money hand over fist how is that even possible so here's here's a big takeaway that i want to give you today 
um, when we trade because we only trade um, with the market. So, so first off, don't even try and contrarian trade. That was one of my biggest mistakes. Like, hey, if the market is up, let's just short it. Well, how, how well do you think that that worked the whole way up there? If the market's up, then, you know, sell calls against it. That doesn't work. No matter what research they're telling you, this, that doesn't, counter trend trading doesn't work. I would super recommend you pick up a few books. Um, one of them is what I was talking about earlier, The Complete Turtle Trader. That's an amazing book. This one, How I Made $2 Million in the Stock Market. Fantastic book. This one really changed my mind. And then um, Trend Following. Just get those books. If you get no other trading books at all, pick up those three. They tie together really well. But they they were what I needed to break the really, really bad trading habits that, unfortunately, I spent a lot of time learning. So here's here's what I want to you know get for you. You don't have to trade every day, not at all. In fact, Mark Minervini, uh, you know, he was like he and I are actually friends. Like he doesn't trade six months out of the year, not because he's lazy or because he doesn't want to. It's because the market isn't right. When the market's not right, there's zero reason to even try to put on a trade. You're just fighting. Here's what I look for. I I have a. Uh, a framework, you start at the top, look at the market, then you look at charts, then you look at the back test, uh, you look at the relative strength, I should say, then the back test, and then the liquidity. And it has to go through that entire funnel. And you can go from the S&P 500 to 500 stocks down to like two or three. And those are the only two or three I'm even looking at. So the market. The way that I look at the market, and I know you've heard me say this before, but you're getting a one-on-one -on -one right, right now with me. People pay a lot of money for this, but since you wrote in, since you've been listening for a while, I got you. You want to have the 10-day exponential moving average over the 20-day exponential moving average in price, whatever price, over the 50-day. So that's part one. That is how you tell if the market is bullish. Steve Burns taught me that one. I don't think anybody that's tasty has mentioned once about a moving average, but it will amazingly help you. Second, look at the MMFI. You're going to have to Google it and find it, but that's the indicator you want to see. When the MMFI, which is the percent of stocks in the S&P 500 that are over their 50-day, which is, for my charts, the red line. The 50-day is a really easy line in the sand to say if something's bullish or bearish. When half of those stocks are over 50%, that's when we look to go long. There are times where it's like this, and I can tell you from experience, everything works. Everything you touch is going up, and it's amazing. I remember the first time that I was doing this and I clicked it all together. I was like, I was literally on Twitter, like searching up the symbols I was buying because like everything was just winning. And I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. I can't believe that more people aren't talking about this. And it really was like, 
a huge brain opening moment for me. Like, I've discovered something. This is unbelievable. This is the market trend. This is the market breadth. Click those two together, then you are solid. But then there are times, like right here, where it goes below 50. Remember how I said last time I traded was November 19th? That was here. And, you know, while that could have been an amazing time to sell an iron condor, how would you know? All I knew was that the trend may still be going up, but the breadth is gone. And over the last month or so, it went sideways. Nothing happened. But you didn't go short because it still didn't work out just right. There's only two opportunities to go short. And last other thing, uh, I only trade at the end of the day. The last 30 minutes, they're the only time I trade. Um, and I got that from like every major market wizard and everything I talk to. Like that's the only time institutions are playing is at the end of the day. So like, yeah. Don't even try and like see what's going on until at least the end of the day. And then uh, this other tool that we use is called finclub.ai. Uh, you've heard me talk about it before. I'm a huge believer in it. I'm an investor in it. Like I really, really, really see when this works. Uh, there was one day we were looking to go short and FinClub, I think it was right here. FinClub had shown us uh, a big green light, meaning green, like time to go long. And I was like, okay, we can't go short because FinClub is saying green, like today it's green. And it rocket shipped right after that. Kept us out of a, a bad move. So like I say, start with the market. Those are the three components of the market. The market trend on the averages, the MMFI, which is your breadth, and then FinClub. Markets, and then charts, which, you know, it's not like Tasty Trade. We actually have, so I'm gonna run our, our scan, scanners here. So when we know the market setup, then we'll run our scanners and look at what stocks are set up. This takes a minute, but it'll pull up here. And then after we know which stocks are set up, then we go and look at the relative strength of those stocks. So if 25 stocks pop out, we want to find the ones that are not just set up in the, in the uh, chart, but like are the strongest in the chart. Because that's another layer that people don't even know about. Maybe you've heard of it from William O'Neill in um, How to Make Money in Stocks. He talks about relative strength and how important that is. And I agree. I have a different calculation and mine is all uh, automatic using Google Sheets. And uh, inside the 10 minute trading room, you get a copy of the spreadsheet so you can do it too. But like there's 80 plus charts right here, right? You're not gonna trade out 80 charts. You can take those 80, drop them into our relative strength scanner. And then I'll say, okay, only these are actually outperforming the market. Only these are the ones that are set up. Now we've gone from the market to the charts, which is here. Then a relative strength, which is we take this out of there, export it into our relative strength scanner. Then we run our back test, right? Because you don't know if um, Facebook is a great example. Facebook is one where you would think no matter what, it always wins. But when we run our back tests, 
it's a negative 23%. So this backtest has all my criteria built into it. And yet, Facebook, something you would think always wins, a negative 23% on this backtest. So I'm not going to trade it. Isn't that crazy? Markets, charts, relative strength, backtest. And then when you do find one that meets all those criteria, you still got to go into your options chain and you still have to find what works for you, right? I look at at least 250 contracts of open interest. I like to look at least three weeks out, not 45 days, not 45 days because so much can happen in 45 days, as you know. I'm really only holding stocks for about five days. That's if it's a winner. If it's a loser, I'm out within one or two days. I'm not letting things work against me for 45 days. No. I've been there enough times to know not to. But yeah, I look at 250 plus uh, open interests. Remember, this is deep in the money call options. And then I'm looking at um, the spread being less than 50 cents wide. 50 cents is still pretty generous. Um, but yeah, I, there are times where you've got to kind of work with it because it'll say 250. And then the spread might be 40 cents. And it's like, well, let's go with it. Let's see what we can get. But if you're in the trend, if you're in the trend, like let's pick up Apple here. If you're in the trend, you can give up 40 cents because it's going off. It's, it's going to go the way you expect it to. So yeah, Matt, I don't know if that answered your questions, but you basically just got a one-on-one -on -one with me. And um, I hope that this helps you a lot. This is what you get. <laughs> when you reach out, you get me because I am not a typer. <laughs> when my assistant sent that over to me, I'm like, well, I'm not going to type him out a message. I'm just going to tell him what's on my mind. And I'm glad that we had a chance to talk. Uh, I started as a premium seller, but I'm not going to be ending that way. I'm very grateful to Tom and his crew. I've had Tom on three times at least. Uh, I know all of them. Like, they're good people. But that style of trading doesn't work for me. I don't know who it works for because I, I can't mathematically see how it works. And maybe you're coming to that conclusion to yourself as well. But I feel very grateful for people like you who, you know, are searching it out, finding out what works. Uh, because we are uh, we're kind of taking over the world. <laughs> Us and the other 10-minute traders. Um, so yeah, if you want to come and join us in the 10-minute trading room, that'd be amazing. If not, you know what? Don't worry about it. I, I laid out as much as you could need to get started. And if you ever you know, need anything or want anything, just shoot me an email. I'd uh, be glad to, to chat with you in the future. Uh, and thanks again, man. Talk soon. Okay, so what'd you think? That was pretty incredible, right? I have three special free gifts for you over at 10minutestocktrader.com. That's the Triple Stock Profits ebook you can get for free. That's a bullish power cheat sheet that you can get for free. And if that wasn't enough, at the brand new web class, how to easily discover proven backtested 100% plus winners, that is for free as well. You can get these three free gifts, all yours at 10minutestocktrader.com. The Triple Stock Profits ebook, the free web class, and the bullish power cheat sheet. And all you gotta do is go to 10minutestocktrader.com. 
Hey, if you like this video, let me know by leaving me a like below and then subscribe and share it with somebody you think could use it as well. Be sure to comment below with your biggest takeaway from this episode and any suggestions you have for future episodes. And finally, make sure you watch these other videos to help you trade faster and trade smarter, and I'll see you on the next episode. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit 10 legal. And thanks for stopping by.